Welcome to Spirit School. My name is Danielle Serenk, also known as the Squamish Medium. I am the host of your Spirit School, where I will share all the lessons and learnings that I have uncovered through my intuitive development and mediumship development journey. I am a professional psychic and medium and intuitive teacher and mentor, and I look forward to walking alongside you on this journey. Welcome back to Spirit School, um, episode 8, and um, we're going to be talking about some of the signs that you may receive that are waking you up to your intuitive gifts. So I do believe that everyone is born with the opportunity to be a psychic, be a medium, or just live a life with intuitive abilities. And whether we wake up to that path, whether that's our destiny or not, is at play. I think free will has a lot to do with that. Um, but there are some early signs that you can get that that intuitive center of your body and of your your life's path is calling to you. And it's interesting with this podcast because I, um, when I first discovered my mediumship abilities, I ended up actually creating a blog. It's not a blog I've ever shared out, and people have stumbled across it, a few thousand actually. And um, I really documented my um, intuitive development journey, and I documented every little piece of it, like everything that I would consider insignificant now that was pure magic back then, I wrote a blog entry about it. So my intention for this podcast is more for the um, newly developing intuitives or the people who are just starting out giving readings or even people who are giving readings. You know, I share a lot about the lessons and learnings that I've had through my experiences with you, just hoping that you feel like you are normal and what you are experiencing is amazing and truth and accurate. And I just hope that it resonates with a lot of people. So a lot of the content... Oops. So a lot of the content that I am developing, so a lot of the content I am developing is um, based off of that blog. And sorry for the video here, I just had a little bit happen with my computer, so I was just fixing it. Um, so I really wanted to go back to some of my earlier entries around um, things that I weren't, uh, I wasn't so sure if they were signs of intuition calling to me. I actually really relied on external sources to tell me that I had these abilities. Um, I had a reading with my mentor four years, and I used to go back to that recording where she said, do you know that you're a medium and you have these abilities? I was so reliant on that external validation um, that I was a medium that it actually made me really insecure. So I wanted to share some experiences that I had really early on that I know now are callings towards this intuitive path that I think that you may resonate with. So the first one, the first one is, Synchronicity. So synchronicities can appear in so many different ways and forms. But one of some of them are like if you're thinking about somebody you haven't thought in a long time and then all of a sudden you get a phone call from them or you see them at the grocery store, like that's a major synchronicity. And um, this will also happen when you're having conversations with somebody. Um, an example is I was just getting a healing session done. I was getting some cranial sacral work done. And I had this thought appear in my head. Wow, this woman comes from a long line of healers. And just as I was thinking that, she said, do you know that I actually come from doctors? Like everyone in my family is a doctor. Even the people who my siblings marry are doctors. And 
of course I didn't say anything, but I'm like, wow, like that's very synchronistic. So you'll find that that happens to you a lot in different conversations. Um, it's also premonition dreams, which are synchronistic. So you'll be dreaming about maybe a project at work you haven't touched in a long time. And then the next day out of nowhere, your boss asks you how you're doing on that project. Um, I had a premonition dream one time. I was going through a divorce at the time. I was really young and um, I was staying in my parents' solarium. So my, my life was a mess. I left with nothing. I had a few boxes and a bag of clothes and that's it. And I had this watch that I loved and adored. It was the most beautiful watch and one of the biggest investments I made at such a young age. And it broke, like it just, it wouldn't work. It wouldn't fit around my wrist and I couldn't figure it out. And I think it sat in this box for six months. And I had this dream on where the missing piece was. And I woke up out of a dead sleep and I went straight to this box and found that little piece and was able to repair my watch. Um, and so again, this was well before I was actually called to be a medium, but these are the synchronistic events that happened really early on. Um, another sign that that um, you know your inner soul is calling you towards intuitive path is around numbers. So I can't tell you how many people who are just starting off and getting really curious about spirituality will write me around the number sequences that they see. So one 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 two 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 three 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 four 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 one two three four. For me, um, that of course happened and my first angelic experience um, was around the number 444 and I had been a studying medium for years before angels appeared to me for me to work with them and they, they appeared to me through the number sequence 444. So with me, the numbers weren't super powerful so they literally had to come to me like a hundred times for me to even get curious enough to like look them up. And then I had a, a near-death experience in 2016 you know, I didn't like cross the threshold or anything, but I was in um, neurological critical care and I was pregnant with my son and I had gone three days without sleeping, four days with a migraine, um, fevers galore, and that was as close to death as I think I could ever come and I actually thought I was going to die. And when I got out of hospital a week later and was recovering at home, it took me five months to recover from that experience. I was laying on my couch. The last thing I was was spiritual. Like I thought pregnancy would bring me closer to the divine and it brought me way further. And this was my second pregnancy. And um, I kept getting the number 1034, 1034, 1034, 1034 constantly. I still get it today. I still get it all the time. And um, when I finally looked it up, when I came out of that darkness of that experience, and I looked it up, it was all around keeping your, your, keeping your thoughts light, right? Your thoughts will become reality. So keep those thoughts light. But sometimes when we're in a darker place, we forget about all the spiritual tools that we have learned, right? Because it's harder to call upon them when we actually need them. Um, so that was a big lesson for me with that. So numbers will start to appear to you. And you need to look up your own references to what those numbers mean. There's no black and white. I know for me, there's a you know there's the numerology of it, but I tend to gravitate towards a resonance with the angel meanings of numbers because I'm a huge angel fan. So you can look up the numerology what it means, or you can look up the angel number what it means, or you can really just sit with yourself in silence and tune into what that number is calling to you at that time. And that's the best way to do it, to be honest with you. Trust, trust your body, trust your instincts um, on what those numbers mean. So tangling sensations, um, and this was a big one for me. So when I would first meditate and sit in meditation, 
I would get tingling sensations on my crown chakra and sometimes it would burn. Like I thought I was being scalped or like the top of my head was like on fire. And then same with my um, third eye, my brown, my brow chakra. Um, it would like hurt. It would, it was beyond tingling. It would actually feel like a pulling. And, um, you know, and same with my throat chakra. I still feel it today sometimes when I'm not ready to speak or I'm not speaking up. I'll get like a tingling on my throat chakra. So these are all signs that your um, chakra systems are opening up, your clairs are opening up, right? your clairvoyance, your claircognizance, your clairaudience, um, same with the ear ringings, right? you get those ear ringings, you're like, what is that? And I've actually, I did have a teacher tell me it was tinnitus, but I went to a website that actually had the ringtones that tinnitus sounds like, and I compared them all, and it wasn't the same. And I just know in my very being that those were actually um, like, you know, the vibrations and energy and atmosphere changing around me and my body getting in tune with that. Um, so the ear ringing, the tingling on the chakras are really early signs that you're opening up. And another one, and this kind of ties in with synchronicities, but, you know, classes keep appearing in your awareness. Teachers keep appearing in your awareness. Um, you're not necessarily looking for them or talking about them, but you're like paying attention to them. It's not like they're around any more than they were before, but your perception and your awareness is gravitating towards that vibration. So they will stick out a little bit more and become more apparent. And so I would recommend if something appears to you two or three times, take the course. <laughs> Look up that teacher, see if they have a podcast or a website or a YouTube page, um, see what they have to offer and if their message resonates with you and they could very well be your teacher. I know for me, um, I don't even know how I ended up with this ticket for a demonstration of mediumship right after I had my daughter. I, I literally cannot recall how I ended up with that ticket. And it was, I had a fun day with my friend and I almost didn't go because I was having so much fun with my friend that was watching my daughter. But I did end up going and I was the first one who got read. I told my friend who's watching my daughter about the experience and she ended up buying me a reading with her for my birthday a few weeks later, which is where I had my reading where she said, you know, you're a medium and she is the fourth intuitive since I was 17 that had said that. So I told her, I'm like, people keep saying that, but, you know, I have not lived a very pure life. So I do not think angels are talking to me. And she would laugh and say, you know, it's not about purity. But that's how my teacher appeared to me. It was very synchronistic. And um, I ended up learning from her for four years and had some amazing experiences. So there's that, you know, and then you also find that you have a heightened interest in the metaphysical world. So you in the mystical arts. So all of a sudden you're gravitating towards books that are maybe a little bit self-help, maybe a little bit of law of attraction. And then you tap more into like angelic energies and, and you know, sixth sense kind of um, development. Um, you may start buying crystals and seeing them everywhere. Or you might be called to start doing some ritual work around like smudging um, or energy clearing. You'll start to be drawn to that. And you'll also start to be drawn to readings. Like you'll want to check out a bunch of different readings. Um, you'll find that money that you invest is actually worth it, even though it's not covered by benefits. And you know you're not getting it back. You actually find that investment um, is worth it dollar to dollar. So you'll find this, this overwhelming interest in the mystical arts. And, um, you know, another thing that was a really early sign for me, and it was probably the hardest to negotiate, was around, um, you know, conversations with people that I'm friends with started to feel really unnatural. And, um, you know, conversations that I would consider to be vacuous in nature um, held no interest to me. 
because all I wanted to talk about was spiritual stuff. I just wanted to talk about dreams that I had or sensations that I'm feeling, um, intuitive hits that I got, the meditation experiences I was having. So having conversations with people about, you know, where to buy the best meat or, you know, what playground's the best, um, they were really hard for me to take. And so I actually lost a lot of friendships when I had my spiritual awakening because it wasn't them changing, it was me, and I didn't know how to deal with it. I didn't know how to feel and be authentic um, in those conversations anymore. And so I did have a lot of friendships kind of slide away. Um, and even in my marriage with my husband, like me and my husband met, um, we were friends for many years and colleagues, but we worked for race cars our whole lives. So we were in like the motorsports industry, very masculine, very outdoorsy, um, down in the mud, changing tires. Like it was the furthest thing from spiritual you could imagine. And so he had married this woman who was like incredibly athletic, um, very, you know, masculine in a lot of ways. And then all of a sudden I was home with a baby and I was very career driven at the time. And I just wanted to meditate and pray. And I didn't know how to have conversations with him either because he's such a non-believer. Um, so it took a long time in our marriage, and it's been six years now, um, to to get back into a flow where I can be myself and he can be himself. And he had to accept a lot of change with me. And I had to understand that the resistance was not him. So funny, I have 1024 right in front of me, like 10 emails January 24th on the calendar, 10-24. How funny is that? Um, very interesting. So that's another thing that you'll find too. The relationships start changing around you. And it's not them changing. And it's nothing wrong with them. It is all you. <laughs> you know the thing? It's not you, it's me. That's very literal. It is you. And you are changing. Um, and I've, I encourage you to find a very peaceful way to negotiate that um, in your relationships. And the last thing I wanted to mention, again, not an exhaustive list, but you really start pondering purpose in life, right? You really start pondering what is the purpose of this and start actually feeling a calling towards a deeper rooted purpose. Um, you know, maybe your desk job is not as fulfilling as it once was, or you're not getting as much joy from there. And a lot of your joy is actually spent with your spiritual curiosities. And so you start to feel and think that that spiritual curiosity root is your calling to your path. I'm not saying it's not, but I do think Kyle Gray speaks clearly and best on this concept, but it's around your soul work and your soul purpose are like kind of like different things, right? Oh, there's my kitty cat if you're on my YouTube page. So like your sole purpose, Kyle Gray feels, and, and this does resonate with me. I'm still trying to negotiate my own beliefs around this, but your life's purpose is all around finding joy and being happy, right? There's no hard and fast rules on what that looks like. There's many different paths that can lead you to happiness. I think for me, there was a lot of pressure because I had these abilities. And once I opened up my mediumship practice, it was super high in demand right away. And I was booking like five, six months out. And so I started getting a lot of pressure around, do I do this full time? Is this my life's purpose? But I also had this career that really supported my family. It was also very purposeful in the world. Um, but I started feeling very dissatisfied within that career as well. And started getting really confused on my life's purpose. And could I do both? Or do I need to pick one or the other? Um, so I think, you know, a lot of people who tap into their intuitive abilities really want to go into service work right away. Um, and I'm not trying to deter anyone from doing that. 
But what I do encourage you is to like sit with that energy for some time, um, go through the ebbs and flows of it. And, you know, start trying to put some mantras around what you feel that the meaning of life is. Like, what is your life's purpose and what is your soul's work? Um, really do a lot of deep-rooted inner reflective work around that before you go making any huge life-changing decisions um, is what I encourage people to do. And I'm a Virgo, so I always err on the side of caution. Too much so. I probably think of things way too long and way too hard before I make any kind of moves. And that is exhausting. So I am not telling you to be like Danielle <laughs> because I want to spare you years of agony that I have had. But, um, you know, I'm also a big believer in taking chances and finding your joy. So take that. <laughs> Two totally different philosophies. Basically, there's no right answer. But... In early callings of intuitive development, you will definitely be starting to question and re-question, rethink what the meaning of life is and what your soul purpose is. So I wish you luck on that journey. And um, I really wanted to thank you again for listening to this podcast. Again, it's a short and digestible episode because those are the ones I like the best myself. And um I was really inspired to do this because of um, going through my old blog and um, looking at my early posts and, you know, those were really magical days. So if you're just starting your intuitive development journey or your early days as a reader, really enjoy them. They can be stressful and they can be insecure, um, but there's a lot of magic to them and there's a lot of excitement. So try to sit within that excitement and really find gratitude towards it. So that's our podcast episode today, and this is the episode of Spirit School. Again, I'm Danielle Sarang, also known as the Squamish Medium. Um, you can find me on Instagram at Squamish Medium, my website, squamishmedium.com, and I'm also Squamish Medium on Facebook. I'm going to be really sick of hearing, <laughs> hearing me say that. Um, and I would love it if you enjoyed this podcast episode to share it with your friends, because I'm not really promoting it, but people are finding it, and I love that. Um, and I trust that the right people are finding it at the exact right time. So even stumbling upon this episode will be very synchronistic for you and a calling and a sign. Um, but leave a review if you do love it because it's the best way for people to find it um, when they're searching for intuitive things. And thank you for spending some time with me. Have a good day.